Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around willy-nilly. Seems to us kind of silly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you could find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. And speaking of Cinematic Adventures, I'm Paul, and with me is the co-host of Cinematic Adventures and the star of your mom's diary, Sean. Sean, how are you today? Who's mom? Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. I'm good. Oh, okay. That's, you just asked how I was. I'm good. That, that's fair. I, I asked a very simple question. I got a very simple answer. Yeah, I was thinking about the Misfit Faction Media Network.com. Oh, no, no, no. It's the, the MisfitFaction.com. Oh. You know, my intro is so good. <laughs> it is. That I did an interview, I think it was about a month ago with Ebony Alchemy, and she literally said, I thought that that was pre-recorded <laughs> and that you just like edited it in. I was like, nah, just pure. I say this like. A lot. You know, it's even funnier. Like, we don't have, like, a lot of outtakes from the show. We could. Oh, my God, we could. I don't think we really messed up the intro, though, that much. Mm, early on, we did. Uh, early on, you well, did. it depends on Ferrani's here. You did. Oh, I always messed it up. <laughs> you still do. <laughs> Misfit Action Media Network. I think it sounds better. It's such a long name, though. I'm just saying it sounds better. I didn't it's say a it's... long name for the website. That's the actual name of the network. For, okay. for the... All right, shut up. But <laughs> So we are back, and we are continuing our Conspiracy Theory Month. What was your first episode on this? If aliens were real and if the government's covering it up. Ironically... Did something just happened? Ironically enough. <laughs> like... Two days after posting, like all this new evidence came out, like all these people are saying, "Oh, the government definitely has it." Like they have the alien technology that, and we're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Try and get on that hype train a little no, bit. Seriously, yeah, but it's it's so funny how that sort of thing happens. We broke it open. I'm I'm pretty sure we actually. Well, if we were gonna break that open, then hopefully our subject today might break something open. Or if you guys don't hear back hear from us again, it's oh, because crap. we were taken out. Yeah. Go- government hit team led by Sean Connery. Because he's actually still alive and he's he's, he's been locked up. Paul, you got a red dot on your chest. Oh, damn it. Not again. I hate when this happens. But anyway, so we are here and we're going to talk about one of the most, uh, I guess, popular, one of the most well-known conspiracy theories out there. And uh, let's paint a picture, though, first. Sean, it is November 22nd, 1963. A simpler time, but also a way more complicated time. A time of Cuban Missile Crisis Seas, Bad Times with Cuba. Mm-hmm. A time bad where... Bad Times with Russia. Well, I mean, that's not specific anymore. That could be any time <laughs> at this point. A time where an important political figure could drive around in a topless limousine mm. and not have to worry about anything. Yeah, in a very, very non-democratic state like Texas. Yeah, Texas. But anyway, and unfortunately... On that same day, shots rang out and changed the course of American history mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, I am talking about the assassina- assassination of Mayor McCheese wow. as referenced in Family Guy. <laughs> no, we are here to talk about the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Now, Sean here, I brought Sean in because A, availability, B, desperation, <laughs> and C, <laughs> he is a big fan of the movie. Oh, I, got, I lost him. He took his headphones off to laugh. I'm very impressed with myself. But also, really, see, he is a big fan of the film JFK, starring Kevin Costner. 
Yes, directed by the great Oliver Stone. Yes. So was that your first yes. foray into the this conspiracy theory level? Oh, absolutely. I mean, before that, it was, <laughs> if you could believe it, I distinctly remember a illustrated book in elementary school of JFK, and there was like an illustration of the, obviously not him getting killed, but it was, you know, the day on in Dealey Plaza, and... It wasn't until I watched that movie where I really knew anything about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think I watched that movie for the first time in seventh grade, and we didn't learn about U.S. history till eighth grade. I would say even later at that point, because you know we had to learn about you know freaking the Roman Empire and all that stuff. All that stuff that's really relevant to oh what my we do. God, American education is wild. You, you could tell me the Pythagorean theorem when I was in sixth grade, but I still don't know how to do my taxes. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the movie JFK was my introduction to the, obviously the conspiracy theories of the JFK assassination, but it also sent me down a wormhole. Like I bought books on it. I watched documentaries on it. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not as bad as I was, but I still believe in it. Oh, I completely believe I still in it. Believe in it. I am a hundred percent convinced. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I hate it when people come out and steadfastly say that it was not a conspiracy. It was clearly one man. I'm like, okay, there. Yes, you've proven that one man could do it, but that doesn't mean he did do it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's where we are. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a couple of different theories. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, between this and probably the Lincoln assassination, they're the most prevalent assassinations in American history. There's only there's been four assassinations of U.S. presidents. It was it was Lincoln, it was Garfield, McKinley, and then JFK. And then obviously there was an attempt on Reagan, but he survived. Mm -hmm. So it would have been he was the fifth. Oh, there was actually an attempt on Teddy Roosevelt, and he survived. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't know. he continue doing his speech? He did. He stupid? had like he had like his speech like like folded like ten times, and it like or something, and it. I think that stopped it, and it, it still hit him, and still went into his body, obviously, but not where near it, the force of it would have killed. Oh, him. I mean, you know, you've heard the pen is mightier than the sword. Uh, the word is mightier than the bullet, apparently. Yeah, apparently, but uh, it, it's wild to think, and there have been lone gunmen assassinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was, uh, what was the one you mentioned that uh, he had like Catcher in the Rye or something? In- that was the Reagan one. Uh, Mark David, no. Mark I keep da- getting the two of them mixed up between the one who kill- who shot at Reagan and the one who assassinated John Lennon. Oh, I think that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking John Lennon. Yeah. yeah no. He had Catcher in the Rye in his, in his pocket or something yeah. stupid like that. And but, then the one who shot Reagan like was obsessed with Jodie Foster or something like that. Because like, that makes actual sense. I'm just saying. Man. It's weird because we've had a... A long history of very, very strange people yeah. in America. But I just realized, and why it just hit me, that this November it'll be 60 years. Whoa. Yeah. Conspiracy, right there. 60 years. So it's, and I'm sure there'll be some, like, you know, specials about it. Because I know there was a big one, like, 10 years ago mm-hmm. for the 50th. And then, you know, that's when they came out with the whole, oh, we've established that we know that Oswald did it by himself. Yeah, 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 sure, 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 sure. Just to be killed like, by okay, death. sure. Yeah, 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 sure, 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 sure. Whatever. But so, also the biggest thing about this one, it is the first televised event of something like this happening. Ye- well, it was you didn't see it live. You didn't see. But the, the television coverage was. Oh, absolutely. This is television, and it's this is television. So this is 1963. <laughs> television has been around. Excuse me. Just about a decade, a little over a decade. So. 
basically at this point in time, everybody in the world, anybody in the country has a television in their house. Mm-hmm. This the TVs, is, you must be I rich. also think this is really what drove the news to become as big as it's become. I mean, this is, I mean, this is up there with the moon landing. This is up there with the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show. The where were you moment when this happened? Where were you when JFK was assassinated? Where were you when the Beatles played on the Ed Sullivan? Where were you when the moon landing happened? Unfortunately for us, it's where were you when 9-11 happened? That that's, was, that's, that's, ours. that's ours. For, I mean, for us millennials, that's our generation well, yeah, defining. I mean, and for everybody our age, we were in school. Yeah. I mean, you know, but it's, it's, there was a lot of those moments in the 60s and this sadly was a negative one. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, that's right. We Bobby Kennedy also happened in the 60s. Those weren't as they weren't as big as this because it's a president, mm-hmm. but those were significant. Oh, obviously. incredibly significant. Absolutely significant. And they have uh, their own f- fair share of conspiracies as well. Martin yeah, Luther King not, and all that. I'm not as big. I'm not as, not when I say I'm not as big, I'm not well-versed, knowledgeable in any of the assassination conspiracies of either Martin Luther King or Bobby Kennedy. But yeah, I mean, do, where do you want to start with this? Like, do you want to go over the actual? So let's talk that? about JFK as. As, as a president, a, as a president, like what we don't really, we are way too young to know too much about his presidency. But like, and, what what do you think, JFK? Besides his assassination, what do you think? Well, I mean, I can only tell you what I've seen through movies. What I've seen, even in school, we didn't really learn a lot about JFK. We learned about the assassination, but we really didn't learn a lot about JFK. You had the Cuban Missile Crisis, which, I, I mean, I can't imagine what that was like. For that, for mm-hmm. that, because the public didn't know till about halfway through those, you know, thirteen days. But to think that at any second, you know, the world can end because you got nukes pointing at each other is to me is just. I mean, we're kind of dealing with it now, but not. I don't think at the extent of what that was. Well, this is also the first, like, the start of like the fear mongering of like duck and cover, get under your desk, you'll well, be fine. Yeah, that's like well because. They knew there was no chance anybody would survive. Well, Corey Matthews said it best. Kiss your butt goodbye. Yeah. Boy Meets World reference. There you go. Yeah. Put that in your bank. I don't know what that means. <laughs> put it in my bank? Sure. Sure. We're going we're gonna to put that in the fun, fun fact fanny pack. But, I mean, the, the Kennedys are a fascinating family. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. So just many things. You want to talk about a cursed family? I mean, just look at the list. I mean, from... The older brother dying in World War II, mm-hmm. the oldest sister perishing in a plane crash with her husband, the the father succumbing to a stroke, JFK, Bobby Kennedy, JFK Jr. I'd even say Marilyn Monroe we can throw in there too. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm just talking about what's happened to their family, let mm-hmm. alone what they're involved with, oh, but just God. their family. Has, you well, know. unfortunately, JFK, it was a... It was a very, it was a very, it was like a Hollywood secret. Everybody knew about it, but nobody said anything about it. That he was having affairs all. Oh, absolutely. Over. And Marilyn Monroe was arguably the the biggest one. Big one, you know. Again, that would be interesting to see if they ever do like a docu- like a movie version, a movie of that whole thing. But you know, there's rumors that they were somehow involved in her death. Obviously, Joe DiMaggio banned the Kennedys from her funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, they, he would not allow any Kennedy to even be present at her funeral. I mean, it's, it's, it's it really is just an incredible... Time of history. S- time of history, series of events. You know, there's a great 
PBS documentary on JFK, and it goes from you know when he was a kid, he was a very sick kid, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with a lot of you know different you know what's the word I'm looking for maladies. A lot of people think he wasn't going to survive past twenty. The older brother was the one that was being groomed to you know go into politics. JFK really had no interest in it. Which is hilarious. You know, it wasn't until after his brother died that, you know, basically his father put all that on him. And, you know, then we get into him getting elected president, which a lot of people still think, you know, the Kennedys bought the election. They can't do that in mm. America. Money doesn't dictate everything. Oh, no, never. Oh, never. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my dad recently. And for those of you guys who don't know, my dad is, is one of the smartest guys that I know. And he's an incre- exceptionally hard worker, always providing. And we were talking about when the lottery was up to five hundred million, or basically, I think it was like one point nine billion. It was over a billion. And you would basically, after taxes, you'd walk away five six hundred million. Yeah. And my dad, who does very well for himself, even said he's like, that kind of money changes your entire life, mm. and there's no going back. And I was like, man, in in our world, and I'm not even just saying in our country in general, but that kind of money, a half a billion dollars. Yeah. I can't even imagine. And that's just a lump sum. That is not like you talk about the Kennedys and they're, you're talking favors. You're talking connections. Mm-hmm. You're talking, you know, behind this. Like, what's that that secret group, the, the Bindenberg group or something like that? And basically, it's like the cabal of the most powerful people. Oh, really? There's the Illuminati theories. Like, money and influence are the biggest determining factors in our world today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we're not a conspiracy theory podcast by any stretch of the imagination but it is not within like it's not without reason to think that there is so many people pulling strings behind the scenes with money and power and using political divide and cultural divide to their advantage yeah. like our country's a mess right now and and I'm a I consider myself patriotic I love my country I want what's best for my country but at the same time I, I drive around and I'm like what the hell is happening here and we're in a very we're New York's a very for those of you guys who don't know we are in New York we won't tell you where because Melanie gets mad whenever I say exactly where we are but our area is much more red even though the city is so well, the blue. state is blue but we're in a we're in a red a red area of we're the in state a red area. it's it's a very New York's a very strange state with that but uh, you you look at like the way that everything is it is not outside of the realm of possibility to think with all these conspiracies Mm. and JFK is a big one because there's a lot of things that happen with this. So November 22nd, 1963, as we mentioned, Kennedy was going, he was in a motorcade with a top down limo. And ever since this, they have not had an open motorcade. The Pope has the Pope mobile, which is not something I just made up. That is an actual, that's what they call it. And I think the only president, I think Jimmy Carter on his inauguration day, he walked like out in the open mm-hmm. along. And that was a big know. thing. Yeah. I mean, it was a big thing in 1963, the fact that he was driving around in a non-covered... But that was also Kennedy. He was the young, hip president. Yeah, but I, I you know, it's... Again, I, 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 it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. I mean, but there was so many things that went wrong that day that should have been handled much better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll get into that, obviously. But from the, the Texas Book Repository... Depository. Depository, excuse me. Lee Harvey Oswald, Mm -hmm. allegedly, we say allegedly, Mm -hmm. because even though, obviously, we're not detectives Mm -hmm. back in 1963, but what is the If you look at history, the history is that history says this is what happened. Killed, assassinated President Kennedy on the 22nd, 1963 of November. 
And then November 22nd. And then Lee Harvey Oswald was taken into custody. And he was killed. He was killed uh, by Jack Ruby. Yep. Uh, Two days later. Which still boggles my mind. He walked up to him and lit him him up. In front of endless cops. And wild. Just, you know. And that was the first assassination on TV. Yes. Because that was broadcast live on television. Because basically everybody wanted to know, like, why did he do this? And even that, like, they never really give, he never really gives a definitive answer. He's pleading his innocence the whole time. He's telling him I'm a patsy. I had nothing to do with it. Do you believe he was a patsy? I don't know. I'm not going to stand, I'm not going to sit here and definitively say there was a conspiracy. But I'm also going to say, I can't say there wasn't. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes, you've, you know, so it's tough. I want to believe in the conspiracy theories, but I also have to say, like, some of them are silly. All right, so let's look at the most prevalent ones, or the the most common ones. The biggest common one is that it was a more than one person committed the murder. And the most common place is from the the Grassy Knoll. So the Grassy Knoll was an area, I, I believe, down the road. And yeah, there's a straightaway shot. Front of cannon, in front of the motorcade on a more level ground. A better shot. A better, better shot angle. behind a fence. Because apparently they're saying that Lee Harvey Oswald, I believe he served in the military. Yes. And he was a decent shot, but they were saying that the shot that he made was like... One in a million. Mm-hmm. So it was... You know, the whole premise of the movie JFK is he come the character that Kevin Costner plays believes that it was a you know three different teams of people in three different spots there was someone in the depository wasn't lee harvey oswald there was somebody on the grassy knoll and there was somebody in another building on a leveler area Mm -hmm. behind the depository and basically got kennedy into a what they called a turkey shoot it was just gonna be you know done yeah because there are I i think it's two shots that ring out two three Three. Three shots rang out. And, they've and they done, found three casings in the depository. And they've done testing on that type of weapon to see if it was possible. Mm-hmm. And I believe they said it actually was possible yeah. for him to fire all three rounds in the succession that they do. I My personal favorite is watching movies where it shows like potential Grassy Knoll shooters. My two favorite Grassy Knoll conspiracy theories in movies. Mm-hmm. One is X-Men, where Magneto was arrested for bending the bullet, curving the bullet. And apparently he was trying to save Kennedy because Kennedy was a mutant. Yeah, that was good. And then my second one is Watchmen. In the opening scene of Watchmen, the montage, mm-hmm. they show the comedian as the shooter from the grassy knoll. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, it, I'll show it to you after this. But yeah, I love a good like conspiracy. Like I, I like seeing those in movies where it's like, hey, this is this is how it ties into this film, and it makes sense. That, didn't Zoolander do something with that too, where it was male models on the grassy knoll? Or something oh yeah, like yeah. That? But why male models? But, yeah, because they're all secretly assassins. But anyway. All right, so we also have one with the Umbrella Man. Well, that's, yeah. So there is a gentleman. Now, this is also unique in that people were now filming on their own. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton of film footage that was commandeered and Mm -hmm. taken. Uh, There is a famous one. The the, famous one, the Sabruta film. And there's also the Babushka Lady. Yes. Who is a famous figure in all this, a lady wearing a babushka, very mm-hmm. clever in their naming, who literally was right there with a camera. They never found her. No. Uh, they wanted that footage. They probably did, and they probably have it. Mm-hmm. But again, that's neither here nor there. Well, the Zapruder, the, the, the thing about Zapruder, the, the Zapruder film is 
Time Life got to him before the government did. Wild. And he sold the video to Time Life. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, that video sat in the Time Life vaults until you know it was shown in the late 60s. But it was Louis Stephen Witt carried a black umbrella with him to Dealey Plaza on November 22nd, 1963. And he was caught in the, in the famous Pruder film, raising it into the air as Kennedy's car drove past. Now, a lot of people claim that, that he is giving some sort of signal or mm-hmm. that he had some sort of compartment in his umbrella that fired something so again and that's all real technology like they did have like like secret shooting things and (laughs) it it, you can't make it up i love it but that's a very famous one apparently during an interview in 1978 he said that he just wanted to heckle the presidents that's that's what he said. That's why. Oh, he they was actually there. got him and they found uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen seventy-eight. An interview with with Wit Stephen Wit, or Louis Stephen Wit. Excuse me. All right, now here's one of my favorites. That it was actually secretly a mob hit. Mm, that's a good one. The mob is very easy for it to be like, oh, it's just the mob, mm-hmm. because that's that's just easy. The Kennedys did. There was a rumor that the Kennedys were helped to win the election yep. by the mafia. The mafia was really coming to power in the 1960s. The mayor of Chicago was a big, I think he was like big with the mafia, and that was a big factor was the winning in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's where they feel like the issues he had with the mob later came to fruition. So it's interesting because we, I, you don't hear anything about the mob anymore. Hmm. Like, if not even... Well, yeah, not to the extent that it used to be, but I, there's still mob families out there. Oh, I'm sure there are, you know, the, you know, all that stuff. They're all in, you know, much more decent businesses now. <laughs> more stand-up. Yeah, we, we we retired. You know, we own a dry cleaning service. You're Italian. You can do it. I can do it. Yeah, I'm very Italian. I'm half Italian. I've been to Italy twice, <laughs> son. But anyway, so I, I mean, we'll backtrack. This theory comes from the fact that Kennedy was unsuccessful in overthrowing Fidel Castro in Cuba, mm-hmm. meaning that the mafia-run casinos remained shut down. So the mafia owned casinos all over the place, and because Fidel Castro was not overturned, those casinos that were in his in his in domain Cuba. were completely shut down. And mm-hmm. money lost is money lost, right? It's just business at this point. It's just, you know, good business. And also, Robert Kennedy was cracking down on the mob in his role as attorney general. Yeah. And he was going against Jimmy Hoffa, which, you know, a whole other bog- <laughs> mind-boggling. You think they'll ever find Jimmy Hoffa? Bruce Almighty did. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Again, another time when they took that and put it into a movie, and I really like it. But so, Robert Kennedy even believed that, like, he got his own brother killed by the mob at some Possibly. point. And... You know, you go after the mob, but like to, to kill a U.S. president, kind of outside the mobs. Mm, it's pretty and didn't do him any good because we still, Castro's still been in power. So, well, until he passed away, but. Yeah. And now now you can go to Cuba. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, kind of. Get some good Cubans, you know. And then my personal favorite and the most likely, the government did it. <laughs> the United States government. And this is my favorite because Lyndon B. Johnson getting sworn in with a big smile on his face. Yeah, that picture is like hard to look at. Yeah, and with with Jackie Kennedy standing right next to him. Oh, what a, what a yeah, because Lyndon B. Johnson was not very popular or well liked. Well, he wasn't well liked by the Kennedys, but the reason they chose him to be vice president was because they needed his help to win Texas. He was a Texas mm-hmm. governor. He was the front runner to be president, and then Kennedy just kind of came out of left field and you know got you know took the Democratic nomination away from Lyndon Johnson. But yeah, Johnson. Obviously, will always be tied to the Vietnam War. And yeah. That really like dampered his presidency. He did complete the civil rights, you know, that Kennedy had started. 
there's a good movie with Brian Cranston and Anthony Mackie. I think it's called All the Way or something like that. Was I like HBO both movie. of those guys. So I recommend that. But yeah, it, that's that's where yeah, the movie goes a little into is more the government yeah. you know, being involved. Because if you watch the movie 13 Days where it's about the Cuban Missile Crisis, it is clear that the Kennedys and the Attorney General's Attorney General's, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, are not simpatico with each other. Same with uh, Hoover. And, yeah. You know, what, was he CIA or FBI? FBI. FBI. Like, um, he had a... Apparently, Hoover had a copy of a video of Marilyn Monroe performing fellatio. Oh, really? And they spent years trying to prove that it was a Kennedy. Wow. And it was, it was finally released, I think. And... Because you, you can never prove it. But I, I've never seen it. Nah. It's much like some of our celebrity sex tapes. I just have no interest. <laughs> but it's, you know, the whole issue with the thir- with the Cuban Missile Crisis is, you know, the Kennedys are, what's the word I'm looking for? They're hesitant to obviously do a missile strike on mm-hmm. Cuba. They're like, can we resolve this without going to nuclear war? And the Joint Chiefs are like, bomb them. Just bomb them. And they're like, we understand what you want to do, but you do realize more than likely they will get a shot off on us before we get everything. So you're ready to basically have millions of people killed. Mm. And that's where the, the you know, the this you know distrust between the two was, and that's where it begins that they think somehow there was a coup d'etat in the government and they took out Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> I don't know who is in charge of the of the assassination. I don't know who thought it up. I don't know where it came from. I just the whole lone nut theory was just a little too much for me, and I just don't know who was in charge of it. That's that's the thing. We're never gonna know. Oh, we're never gonna know. Did, I think Woody Harrelson came out and said that his father. He thought his father was one oh, of yeah, the assassination yeah. assassins of JFK. Because I think his father was actually like a convicted hitman. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. was one of the men on the grassy knoll or something like that. There's even a theory that it was actually JFK's <laughs> driver who turned around and shot him based on a bad bad sampling of the Zapruder film. But I still say it's Lyndon B. Johnson. And in 2003, a Gallup poll indicated that nearly 20% of Americans suspected that Johnson was being involved with the assassination of Kennedy. So it was back in 2003, so it was 40 years and I remember they did, you know, I think it was one of the major news networks, whether it was CBS or whatever. They reconstructed the assassination, you know, and they used computer computer imagery to prove that Oswald could have done it by himself from the Texas School Book Depository. Because the whole assassination with the, why am I blanking on what it was called? The the big investigation that they did back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they, the whole magic. The Warren, the Warren investigation. The Warren Commission. Thank, Thank you. you. The magic bullet theory. I like the magic bullet theory. Oh my God. I remember watching the movie and when they talk about the magic bullet theory, I remember turning to my dad and going like, this can't be real. Like they actually put this in writing that this, they believe this actually happened. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they now are pr- disproving the whole magic bullet theory, but they're saying that the governor who was in front of Kennedy was actually lower. Like his seat was lower than Kennedy's. So the trajectory of the bullet now makes sense that it would go through Kennedy's back, through and his hit. neck, and hit Connolly where it hit him. Because before that, the whole, there's no way one bullet could do all this damage. Now they're like, okay, now it makes more sense. Okay, 
whatever. You're telling me it could happen. You still haven't told me that it did happen. Sorry. But I remember they made a big thing about that. But I'm sorry. You still listen to people who were there. Mm. And they're like, we heard shots coming from the grassy knoll. There are, yeah, there are videos I, of people running to the grassy knoll. I So I have learned through the course of my career that eyewitnesses are probably the worst source of information. I understand that. But when you have multiple people... Telling you this one thing. But you also have cases of mass hysteria. You have, you know, people panic when stuff like this oh, happens. I have, absolutely. They're watching a man murdered in front of their eyes. I totally understand that. And we haven't even mentioned uh, the three tramps. Yeah. Yeah. The three tramps were three men photographed by several Dallas area newspapers under police escort near the Texas Book Depository shortly after the assassination. They're, 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 they were detained and questioned, too. Yeah. But and They uh, were pro- projected that they were the assassins. Yep. Can you imagine just like passing through and it's like, oh, hey, we think you're actually an assassin. Well, I don't think they, I think the notion was that the Dallas police just knew who they were and let them go. And also, you know, they, the Dallas police probably were not prepared for this sort of thing. Mm, no, no, no. Did you ever see Parkland, the movie? No. Oh, very good movie. Is it? That's about the doctors who were working at the hospital when Kennedy's body was brought in. Oof. Really, Zac Efron plays one of the doctors. It was like really? one of his first dramatic roles. He was actually really good in it. Billy Bob Thornton. Tom Welling plays a Secret Service agent. I like that. It was, it, was, it, was, it was actually a solid movie. I enjoyed it. I, I recommend that one. That was yeah. good. All right. Let's see. I'm just but looking through. I, I will tell you this. The movie JFK is so good. It is such a fantastic movie. Does it bend the truth a little? For dramatic purposes? For dramatic purposes, yeah. Just most a, likely. But, just a smidgen. But Oliver Stone firmly believes everything he put in that movie. Oh, so. of course he does. I mean, it's... <laughs> but I, that movie is arguably, in my opinion, like probably one of my top ten favorite films of all time. Oh, absolutely. It really is. All right, we also have, let's see, that the Soviets did it. Mm-hmm. All right, because obviously... That time, you know, it was the Cold War and all that stuff. Let's see. They were in the Cold War. Conspiracy theories alleged that Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev was so embarrassed by having to back down following the Cuban Missile Crisis that he ordered the hit himself. And, of course, there is Lee Harvey Oswald's connection to the USSR. Yeah. Though a former Marine, Oswald had twice visited the Soviet Union with his Russian-born wife, Marina. Both the Warren Commission and the House Committee on Assassination found little evidence to support a Soviet-backed operation, but one former KGB agent came out years later to say the Russians played a role in the plot. So it was another, you know, with the on that day, it's like another factor in why people, some people don't think he did it alone. In the the street that is in front of the depository, there's two streets. There's a street, obviously, that Kennedy was killed on, and then there's a street that's literally driving, you know, straight towards the building. Mm-hmm. And it's a clear, straight on shot, absolutely simple, easy. Could have been pop, 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 boom, you're done. But instead, he waits as the car turns and gets into this just ridiculously hard position to shoot. Like, that's the stuff that's like where it's like, okay, that makes no sense to me. If one guy passes up this golden opportunity to take this shot, that's probably more than likely he's not going to hit him with. But. But he did. He did. He did. And uh, then we got Lyndon Johnson for 
five years as president, and then we got Nixon. What a what a couple well, of years. Kennedy would have been reelected. Oh, a thousand percent. He was well liked. He was he, popular. He would have been reelected. Oh, a thousand percent. But in all honesty, like there's there's a lot of like different books and theories about why or what would happen if JFK had been reelected. Like what we still would have, we still would have been in Vietnam. I think so. Still would have been in some capacity. I don't know if we would have had the same military force there. Maybe not. We won't know. But you obviously saw what Bobby Kennedy became and his pursuit to for the presidency before he was killed. You know, he was steadfast saying he was going to bring everyone home. He was going to do his power to, to end the Vietnam War. Now, again, you say that. Will you come through with it? We don't know. We'll never know. But yeah, would have been. It would. I don't know where we would be as a as a country if JFK had lived. Oh, absolutely not. Like the whole. I think we'd be seeing a lot of differences. I also think the 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 disbelief in government is began with that day. Oh, a thousand percent. This is when people really started questioning their government and questioning, you know, if what they were telling us was the truth. Yeah, and And then it even came to more fruition when in the the seventies with the Pentagon Papers, Mm -hmm. and then obviously Watergate. I mean, it just. (laughs) Thanks, Forrest Gump. He's the one who called that one in. But let's talk really quick. We have a, a couple more theories. So we have Jack Ruby. Yeah. We, we only briefly mentioned him. Now, he claims that he killed Oswald because he loved the president. Mm-hmm. Dude, come on. Apparently, there were many connections to the two of them knowing each other before the assassination. Yeah. And a lot of people believe that he killed Oswald to prevent Oswald from confessing to the murder or confessing to the involvement of the local mafia. Mm. We mentioned the Soviet governments. Let's see. David Ferry. Oh, David Ferry. All right. Shortly after the JFK assassination, an investigation began in New Orleans under the leadership of New Orleans District Attorney Jim Garrison. According to Garrison's investigation, David Ferry was, was to be the getaway ride for Lee Harvey Oswald to get out of Dallas. Garrison also implicated New Orleans businessman Clay Shaw, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Clay Bertrand, yep, and private investigator Guy Bannister to be involved in the conspiracy. Because they said the same thing about, oh God, John Wilkes Booth, that he acted alone and then you found out that it was actually part of a conspiracy. There are a lot of parallels between the two of them. Yeah. And then in 1967, Ferry was found dead in his home just days after Garrison's investigation was leaked to the New Orleans press. Mm. That's not suspicious at no. all. We mentioned yeah. Lyndon Johnson, the CIA, and the, and the duels. The Umbrella Man. Oh, there's a picture, too. That's a fun one. E. Howard Hunt, most notably playing a large role in the Watergate scandal, is also mentioned in numerous JFK assassination conspiracy theories. According to these theories, Hunt was working with the Soviets to take drastic measures to discredit the CIA and the United States. Although the authenticity is questioned, Hunt's sons provided a recording of Hunt confessing on his deathbed to a role to the conspiracy. I saw that, yeah. Because I don't know if anyone's watched the HBO Max. There's the new miniseries the white house plumbers no i haven't seen and it and woody harrelson plays e howard hunt and oh, that's funny <laughs> i've only watched the first episode but he, he, he e howard hunt was quite a character oh i quite can a character and you know would not shock me in the least if he was somehow involved in the jfk assassination oh i can't um, i can imagine but you know it's it is such a crazy crazy thing and and i think the assassination conspiracies have gone Overboard, but they, you know, there's right, just so, so many options. So do you want you want another one? Oh, we got more. Aristotle Onassis. 
Oh. After JFK's death, his wife, Jacqueline Kennedy, would marry Aristotle Anassis five mm-hmm. years later. Yeah. Anassis, a very wealthy Greek shipping mag- magnate, was obsessed with Jacqueline even when she was married to JFK. He would often host her on his boat in Greece. Conspiracy theories believe that Anassis funded the assassination of JFK so that he could be with Jackie. Anassis even offered to give Jackie $3 million to replace the Kennedy trust fund she would have lost if she ever remarried. Wow. And then she marries him. His son dies. And he leaves her because he thinks she's cursed. Because of the, She the probably is, man. The whole family is. The Badge Man. The Badge Man was first seen in a photograph taken shortly after JFK's fatal head wound behind a fence on the grassy knoll. The man in the picture is wearing what looks to be a police uniform. Conspiracy theorists presume that this man is a member of the Dallas Police Force, indicating their role in the JFK assassination. The man has never been identified. Oh, and no. those are some of our most popular ones. Final thoughts? What do, what do you, where do you stand on the assassination of JFK yourself? I stand that I don't know if the government was involved. I won't say they were, but I do believe there was more than one person involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know who. I think Lee Harvey Oswald could have still been involved, but I don't think he was the sole one, but that's where my mind is. I mean, when I tell you after watching the movie... I was all on board for the whole, like, the government was in on it. Oh, yeah. Lyndon Johnson knew what happened. You know, it was it was a, you know, coup d'etat. But I've, I've, I've come down from that over the last 20 years. But I still believe that there was something mm-hmm. askew on that whole thing. But, again, we'll never know. I think it was aliens. Aliens? Aliens. Mm-hmm. Just because we did aliens last week. Oh, uh, just because. Okay. What if what if JFK was an alien and he was actually just going home like awesome. Elvis? It's possible. I'm telling you. But uh, this was fun. Thank you for for jumping in. Oh, yeah, I'm we happy got, to do it. I you know you got to talk about the movie because you know your co-host Cinematic Adventures. I am, and we're gonna be doing that movie soon. I want to do that. Movie I, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. And uh, so if you guys want to hear more from Sean, you can check out his podcast with me, Cinematic Adventures. You can also check out myself and Ronnie on Multiverse Fancast, and occasionally all three of us on this show, MF Uncensored. Yeah, we need to we need to get a trifecta back. Yeah, we got to find a, a good conspiracy theory that like just like gets Ronnie going. And just let, like a toy car, you just pull the key too much, too. So, Ronnie, here you go. Ronnie, talk about politics. Oh, Oh, no, no, yeah. But anyway, (laughs) if you guys are looking for more of our content, you can find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. We're also on all the social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and pretty much anywhere else. If you guys type in MF Uncensored or The Misfit Faction, odds are you'll find more of our stuff. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another conspiracy theory. I'm not sure which one it is, but maybe some Illuminati New World Order type stuff. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to, I'm going to think of something for Sean to research. <laughs> I rolled his eyes so fast. But anyway, that's going to wrap us up for tonight. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Sean. And we'll see you guys next time.